Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. People experiencing homelessness can get economic impact payments and other tax benefits. COVID Tax Tip 2021-54, April 21st, 2021. Economic impact payments, also known as stimulus payments, are different from most other tax benefits. People can get the payments even if they have little or no income and even if they don't usually file a tax return. This is true if they have a social security number and are not being supported by someone else who can claim them. So basically, the economic impact payments are going out to pretty much everybody who has a social security number who doesn't hit the income threshold in order to lower the amount of the payment and who is not being claimed on someone else's tax return as a dependent. Even in the situation where you're claimed as someone else as a dependent, if you're talking about the third stimulus payment, there still should be some benefit related to that, but it would typically go to the person that would be claiming them as a dependent. If you're talking about EIP 1 and 2, then it will have more restrictions depending on the age of the dependent. Someone under the 17 claiming as a dependent could have a benefit in that situation. Back to the text. For the current round of payments, people experiencing homelessness usually qualify to receive $1,400 for themselves. So when they're talking about the current round, we're on EIP 3 at this point in time. So EIP 1, EIP 2 have gone out in the past. Now we're looking at the economic impact payment number 3, which is $1,400. If none of those economic impact payments has been received by someone, for example, experiencing homelessness that doesn't typically file a tax return, and so the IRS doesn't have their information and they don't have any other way to get the information, such as social security benefits or things like that, then those first two payments could be applicable as well. However, in order to receive economic impact payment one and two, or if you have to reconcile or need to reconcile any differences in the amount that you have received to what you should have got, uh, then you'd need to file the 2020 tax return in order to get that and then file for the recovery rebate credit, which would then give you the difference actually on, it would be calculated within the 2020 tax return. Also then, economic impact payment number three is going out, and if the IRS doesn't have the information necessary to send out the payments, then you still need to file the 2020 tax return in order to give that information to the IRS. It should be easy to do if the income level is very low or no income, basically an informational return at that point. You won't put anything related to the $1,400 on the 2020 tax return, I don't believe, but you'll give the IRS the information they need to then process the tax return, which in actuality is kind of like a prepayment of what we assume will be another recovery rebate credit kind of thing on 2021 taxes in a similar fashion as round one and round two were prepayments that went out but were really tied to the 2020 tax return prepayment of the recovery rebate credit there. Back to the text, if they are married or have dependents, they can get an additional 1400 for each of their qualifying family members. So note what we're talking about here, this last payment, EIP3, basically 1400 pretty much to anyone with a social security number, right? Anyone that qualifies, as long as the income threshold isn't hit, there's an income limitation. However, if you filed your own tax return, then of course you would be the recipient of the 1400 If you have a dependent, then the person filing the tax return would be the one that, uh, that would be receiving the 1400 for the dependent. If the dependent filed separately, 
then of course they would be qualifying the check would then go to them the amount's the same 1400 basically per social security number if no income limitation was hit for round three but who that money goes to will be dependent upon you know whether someone is filing as a dependent or not that's different than rounds one and two where there was a difference as to whether you are a dependent or not meaning if you were a dependent under the age of 17 then you may not have gotten any benefit either going to the one claiming the dependent or to the dependent themselves if if they were if they were over, if they were over 17 there might not have been any benefit if they were under 17 claimed as a dependent then the benefit would have gone of course to the to the taxpayer in that case so slight difference or pretty big difference between rounds one and two and round three with relation to uh, the dependent status here so the irs needs information from people who don't usually file a tax return even if they did not have any income last year or their income does not require them to file the only way the agency to get that information is for people to file a basic 2020 tax return so the irs knows how and where to send the payment so the IRS is basically saying, hey, they're trying to send this payment out to everyone with a social security number, but they don't have some information, especially for people experiencing homelessness because they don't have a, a checking account or any kind of address to send it out or possibly the information to know about the person at all, right, without the social security number. And last year, you may remember, they tried to go through this uh, non-filer tool for, for people in this situation to not have to file a tax return, but just give the information to the IRS with this tool. If that was not done last year, and they're still in, we're still in the situation where the IRS doesn't have the information, we don't have that tool applicable at this point in time. Instead, you got to file a tax return, which sounds kind of tedious, but it should be fairly easy given the fact that these free file softwares are now out there. So if your income is under a certain threshold, you should be able to file the tax return uh, for free using using the software and then once the iris has the information they should then be able to know where where people are and process the tax return or the economic impact payment also note that if you know someone that is experiencing homelessness the fact that the irs is giving out all this money i would assume if you're talking about someone who really doesn't even care about the money right they're homeless and they're you know doing their thing and, and you know, maybe they don't care about money then the fact that all this money is going out there kind of puts a target on them in some ways as well because you know now you know this payment would be going out just because they have a social security number so you might want to be you know make them aware of that in that situation as well you might be dealing with someone who doesn't care about the money but just from you know a safety almost perspective at this point you might say hey you know you, you might want to pick up the economic impact payment you know spend it however you want you know do what you want to do with it just so that uh, just so that you pick it up because I'm sh because there is fraud that's going out here as well and um, and so from that perspective I think it might be beneficial for somebody to to just make sure that they pick up the economic impact payment do whatever do whatever they want with it so that they don't have you know other people possibly trying to scam them in some way so the IRS will still issue the payment to eligible recipients even if they don't have a job or haven't filed a tax return in prior years. People experiencing homelessness can still get the first two economic impact payments when they file a 2020 return by claiming the recovery rebate credit if they're eligible. 
there's a, a special section on irs.gov for people claiming the recovery rebate credits if they aren't required to file a tax return there's a link to that here free filing options filing a 2020 federal income tax return can be done electronically on irs.gov using a smartphone so you can even file electronically uh, you can go to the irs.gov website look for the free file information that'll basically take you to a third-party software that typically will have a free option for it and you could do the whole thing on a phone which i don't think is the most convenient thing to do personally I, I have never tried to do that but if it's a basic tax return and a phone is what people have you apparently you can do it there right so i mean that's one way to get it done just basically using using the software on the phone when the irs receives the return it will automatically calculate and issue the economic impact payments so note once again you got to keep these three payments kind of in in line if you're if you're talking about someone here who hasn't received any of the three economic impact payments then you still you file the 2020 tax return to solve the problem for all three and possibly get access to all three economic impact payments but they are cut up in different ways meaning round one and round two are now the the recovery rebate credits so round one and round two are called the recovery rebate credit basically they're the economic impact payments being prepayments of the recovery rebate credits which would actually be calculated on the 2020 tax return so that's actually a little bit more complex to do you'd have to actually you know figure that figure that out and and then that would be part of the calculation but the round three wouldn't be any calculation, meaning if you just filed a return and you didn't do anything, you just said, you know, here's my social security, you know, here's, here's my number, I'm here, here's the place to send the payment, then the IRS will then have that information and, and be able to pick that economic impact payment three up, hopefully is the plan, and basically send it out just in an informational type of return. So once again, round one, round two, actually calculating that with the recovery rebate credit if you haven't received it or if you got less than you should have round three then is the one where you just file the tax return once filed the the iris knows about you knows where to send the, the payment and uh, and then can send out the prepayment for round three which is basically a prepayment of, of what we would think the recovery rebate credit would be for 2021. So the fastest and easiest way to claim the 2020 recovery rebate credit or other credits such as the earned income tax credit and to get the economic impact payment is to file a return electronically using IRS free file. There's a link to that here. Free file tax or free tax help. People experiencing homelessness may qualify for free help from volunteers. There's a link to that here or virtually through the volunteer income tax assistance or tax counseling for the elderly programs. People who earned less than 57,000 in 2020 or who are ages 60 and up qualify for this service. Some of these sites are not operating at full capacity to find the nearest open location. People can visit the free tax return preparation site on irs.gov or call 800-906-9887. So there's that contact information here. There's a link to the free tax uh, preparation site. So if you want to actually talk to someone, apparently people still do that. Like they meet together and work things out sometimes. You know, it's, it's becoming more rare. But they have those sites here. There's less than normal. A lot of people benefit from them, I believe. So if you, if you want to look into that, you can. 
Permanent address not required. People can claim an economic impact payment or other credits even if they don't have a permanent address. Someone experiencing homelessness may list the address of a friend, relative, or trusted service provider such as a shelter, drop-in, day center, or transitional housing program on the return they file with the IRS. So obviously, when you need to you need to give the, some kind of information to the IRS to send the payment out too so you want to you know have some address that you have trusted address that you could basically send the payment to and or uh, have a temporary bank account or something like that that you can route the payment to and that's going to be one of the hurdles to sending out economic impact payments to experience people experiencing homelessness so if they are unable to choose direct deposit a check for the tax refund and the third economic impact payment can then be mailed to the to this address a homeless shelter counts as a home a worker experiencing homelessness can get the earned income tax credit there's a link to that here even if they live in one or more homeless shelters to get the credit federal law requires that a worker live in the u.s for more than half of the year and meet other requirements this means living in a home in any of the 50 states or the district of columbia any place a person regularly lives counts as a home. It doesn't have to be a traditional home. Living in one or more homeless shelters meets this requirement. No bank account, no bank account, you have options. Many financial institutions will help a person lacking an account to open a low-cost or no-cost bank account so the person has an account and routing number to get a direct deposit of the economic impact payment and any refund they might be eligible for. And that would be really nice, actually, you know, if you could file with the free file software and you don't have a set location, you don't really trust the mailing address and you want to get the money possibly sooner and, you know, get it to get it somewhere that you can you could get it, you know, whether than an address. It would be nice to have an account and use the direct deposit type of information. So you might be able to go to financial institutions, which would help people out to get a, a free or low cost uh, place so that they can give a routing number to the IRS and get the payment routed to them directly. And so people can visit the Federal Deposit Insurance uh, Corporation, the FDIC website. There's a link to that here for details on opening an account online. People can also use the FDIC's bank find. There's a link to that here tool. Uh, locate a, a nearby FDIC insured bank. In addition, we have the bank on America, American Bankers Association link here, the Independent Community Bankers American link, and the National Credit Union Administration link. So bankers have a lot of organizations apparently here. So a lot of banking organizations you can check out. They have lists of banks or credit unions uh, they can open an account online. So veterans should check the Veterans Benefit Banking Program. So there's a link to that here for financial services at participating banks. Uh, re uh, re reloadable prepaid debit cards or mobile payment apps with routing and account numbers may also be an option. So that might be a good option for people that are move that are moving around, don't have a trusted uh, location. Give the IRS the routing number. You know, get get the payment. Make sure you know what's going on. And if you know anybody that hasn't got their economic impact payments, I think it's like a good idea to get get the payments out make sure that they're aware of the payments and even if they don't even want them you know just just so that the, just so that they're not um, possibly targeted by people that see them as you know a few thousand dollars now ap applicable by just filing for the economic impact payments